Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Oh, let's thank you today. Lord, we love you. God, we praise you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we exalt you, Lord, and we praise you. Have your way tonight, Lord. We need your touch, Lord. We need your touch. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I'm going to read one verse, only four words of this particular verse. Psalms 23, 5, very familiar verse. My cup runs over. Amen. You may be seated. My cup runs over. And I want to preach on, teach on this subject. Maybe I'll preach to you a little bit. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. You know, God is a God of abundance. Amen. He doesn't do anything small. He doesn't do anything halfway. He does everything awesome. He does everything exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think. He does not just give us only what we need, but He gives us much more than we need. Sometimes He gives us much more than we ask for. And that's why we need to ask for big stuff. Amen. And think about big things. Amen. And let God meet and exceed your expectations. You know, Jesus he, after teaching a long time out, kind of out uh, the outskirts of town, he saw the people were hungry and he had them all sit down and he told the apostles, of course, give them something to eat. They said, we don't have enough money or time to go into town to get enough for all these people to eat. 5,000 men, not, include, not including their women, the, the wives and the kids probably estimated uh, uh, upwards of 15,000 plus people, including all the family members, but with a little boy's lunch that was volunteered, five little loaves and two fishes. It wasn't five 100-pound red snappers and some of those big Italian loaves. No, because a little boy couldn't carry that in his lunch because that was bigger than the boy. I'm talking about a little boy's lunch. Five little loaves of bread, maybe little rolls, and five little pieces of fish or two fishes, and Jesus took that and he multiplied it and he fed those 15,000 plus people and the Bible said until they were full. Everybody say full. full. They didn't just, you know, when you go to some place and there's 20 people and there's one pizza with 12 pieces and everybody just has to have a bite and you pass it around. Yeah, no, we're talking about they were full. Amen. They were stuffed and then there was 12 baskets left over because my God is a God of abundance who does above and beyond what we ask of him. And that's what I call above and beyond. 12 baskets left over. And then, oh, there was 12 disciples. Isn't that great? And they were the ones passing all. They were kind of the waiters that night. Amen. Or that afternoon. And so they, their tip was one basket left full to take home. Amen. That's not what the Bible said, but I just threw that in. Praise God. So my cup runs over. Your cup runs over. 
Amen. The contents of our cup, our metaphorical cup, represent the blessings and the benefits and provisions that come from God. Amen. And he doesn't just fill my cup partially. He doesn't even fill it right to the brim. He fills it overflowing. Amen. My cup is running over. Like when you have a cup under the faucet and it just keeps going over and over and over. It's never going to stop being full as long as you keep that cup under the faucet. And as long as we keep ourselves in the flow of the Spirit, we will never be empty. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 68, 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Amen. Loads them. He doesn't just, here's a couple benefits for you, you know, a little bit rough day, you know, they don't have a lot to give you. No, he daily loads it up with benefits. Benefits and blessings are the same thing. And then Jesus said this in John 10, 10, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. I didn't just come to save them. Amen. He goes, he says, I came to save them so that they could have eternal life someday, amen, but I also came to give them abundant life before they enjoy that eternal life someday in heaven, amen, that's our God, amen, there is no detriment to serving God, there is no, there's no negative to serving God, it's abundant life, both now and in forever, praise God, so he has and he continues to bless us all beyond and above measure. You know, and like the, the chorus we sing, he's done so much for me, I cannot tell it all. He's taken my sins away. He set my feet on the rock to stay. He's healed my body. He's blessed me with a church family. Amen. He's, he's given me grace and mercy and forgiveness and gets given me so many great reasons to, to get up and face this world every day, knowing that he's with me every, every step of the way. Amen. Now, there's a specific reason why he fills our cup overflowing. Amen. There's a specific reason why he daily loads us with benefits and blessings. There's a specific reason why he gives us life and life more abundantly. Of course, it's all to bless us. Amen. First and foremost, it's to bless us. He's blessing his kids. Amen. Of course that is. But you know what? It goes far beyond that. It's not to keep it all for ourselves. It's not to be stingy with it. And it's not to squander it. Amen. He gave us extra to do something with it. Praise God. Psalms 116.12, How can I repay the Lord for all His acts of kindness to me? Hmm. Let's think about that. I can repay Him by sharing that overflow with others. Amen. God gives me plenty enough so that I'm full, so that I'm content, so that I'm satisfied. And then, amen, he gives me the overflow. And that overflow is above and beyond that I can use for some greater purpose. Amen. I can repay him by sharing with and being a blessing to others. Amen. With what God blesses me with. 
We're not just talking about material things either, because all of us can contribute, amen, a lot of intangible things. Uh, amen. We can contribute uh, a smile. We can contribute, amen, uh, uh, just a, uh, the Bible said a, a word fitly framed. Uh, amen. It's like apples of gold and pitchers of silver. Amen. Which means a kind word, a word of encouragement at a time when someone's at a crossroads. You can really make a difference. There's all kinds of blessings and things that God gives to us that we can turn around and pass it on to others. Philippians 2.4 said, each of you should be concerned not only about your own interest, I know my cup needs to be full, thank you Jesus, but about the interests of others as well. Amen. Share the overflow. Praise God. For example, let's just take one thing that God blesses us with and fills our cup overflowing with. And that one thing, amen, amongst many things, but just taking one for now, is comfort. He gives us comfort, amen. And comfort is something that we all need. It helps us through many difficult situations, especially when we experience loss in our life. Comfort really, amen, comes to our aid. Psalm 86, 17, you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Matthew 5, 4, one of the Beatitudes uh, uh, during the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Amen. And we mourn when things don't go good in our life. We mourn when we have loss. We mourn when things happen. Amen. But he has a promise for us that we shall be comforted if we look to the Comforter. Amen. Now we know as children of God, that our comfort comes from the Holy Ghost that lives inside of our hearts. Amen. We know that Jesus said, I will send the comforter. And he basically said, I am going to be the comforter. Praise God. He goes, I'm going to go away. And you're not going to see me anymore like you see me now. But I'm going to come back in spirit form and live inside of you. And that's why we say when we receive the Spirit of God in our lives, Christ is in us the hope of glory. Amen. So he is the comforter that lives inside and he helps keep our cup full and overflowing so we can help others. So let's look at uh, how this happens and how this works. Second Corinthians 1 3. Blessed be God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Now notice verse four, who comforts us, his kids, in all our tribulation, how, why? That we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. How? With the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted of God. Amen? Praise God. So God comforts me in my troubles. And then with that overflow of comfort, I'm comforting you and others, amen, with their trouble. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Everybody say, thank God for the overflow. Amen. We need to use the overflow. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus told us, Matthew 10, 8, freely you have received, freely give. Amen. And that's not necessarily talking financially. Yeah, we maybe got a, a few extra bucks and we can pass it on to, 
to help. We're coming in the time of the season of giving. We're coming in the time of Christmas and the time of Thanksgiving where, you know, people's hearts are a little more open, a little more tender than normal. Amen. And uh, it's a time, and he said, freely you have received, freely give. Freely I pour into your cup. Amen. Don't hold it. <laughs> Praise God. Let it splash on somebody else. Praise God. Let somebody else uh, be the beneficiaries of what I give you. But there is a financial aspect to uh, what God does for us. Malachi 3.10, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Sounds like overflow to me. Amen. Luke 6.38, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure you meet out with all, it shall be measured to you again. In other words, if you hold it all inside your cup, amen, and don't let it, don't let, give it out to anybody, praise God, then that's what's going to happen to you down the road. Praise God. But freely giving, amen, will continue to freely receive. And it's a wonderful cycle. Praise God. Because you cannot outgive God, amen, and your cup will not go dry if you are sharing what God has given you. Your cup will not go dry. Now, the wonderful thing about giving to others what God has given to you is that, like I said, God will continue to pour into your cup as you pour it out to help others. Amen. But if your cup just stays upright, your cup doesn't leave your, your you know, spiritual house, so to speak. Your cup doesn't get out there and mingle and, and rub shoulders and bless a anybody amen then you know that little faucet might start turning off a little bit praise God but if I am constantly pouring out pouring into people giving what I have even if it's not money it doesn't have to be money it's, it can be anything it can be your talents it can be an ear it can be a shoulder to cry on it can just be you know just some company whatever it is amen whatever you have to give you can give to somebody amen and then God will continue you keep pouring and he'll keep filling. You keep pouring, he'll keep filling. See, God gives us more mercy than we need so that we can be merciful to others. God gives us more grace than we need so we can extend that grace to others. God gives us more compassion than we need so we can show compassion to others. God showers us with extra love so we can love our brothers and the Lord. We can love our neighbors and we can love even our enemies. Amen. And God gives us an abundance of forgiveness as well so we should forgive others in like manner. Now some people have a hard time forgiving people but let me tell you something. If you want your cup of forgiveness from God to keep overflowing, amen, unless you're perfect, amen, then you're going to need that faucet to keep coming down, praise God, 
then we need to extend forgiveness to others. And I know I've heard a lot of people, you don't know what they did to me. You don't know what they said. You don't know. I know it's unforgivable almost in some people's minds. It's, it's just so hard for people to do that. But you know what? You can do it. Praise God. God forgave us after all we did against him and his word, and we can forgive others. Amen. And remember... The most important thing about forgiving others, forgiveness does not make the other person right, but it makes me free. When I forgive somebody, I am done my part. I've, I've obeyed your command. You said forgive others and I'll forgive you. Lord. And you said that to me, Lord, and so I'm going to forgive others. And he, I'm going to pour out forgiveness to others and he's going to keep pouring forgiveness into my cup. Amen. That's part, of the Lord's, that's part of the Lord's prayer. If you forgive not others their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. I don't know about you, but I can't have that going on in my life. I don't want no forgiveness being held back from heaven in my life. Praise God. Because last time I checked, we're not going to be perfect till we get to the other side. Amen. Let me tell you a little parable along those lines. Jesus talked about a king that wanted to take an accounting of his servants that owed him money or whatever. And he called in one servant that owed him 10,000 talents. Now, in today's money, that's about a million dollars. This guy owes a million bucks to the king. And he said, okay, I want you to pay, like, not like you don't have a payment plan or anything like that. Like, you need to pay that right now. He goes, well, I can't pay. He goes, okay, well, then we're going to sell you and your, your, uh, your whole family, for, uh, and you're going to work it off or whatever to, to take care of this debt. And then he just fell on his face and begged for mercy for the king and said, oh, Lord, just give me some more time, and I'll repay you. And the Lord, the king had compassion on the servant. Amen. And he forgave him the whole million dollars. Not even just saying, I'll give you 10 years to pay. He forgave the whole debt. Man, that's awesome. That guy should have been like not even touching the ground, leaving the king's room there. He should have been just floating. He should have just been, you know, like up there, and the birds are going, how's this guy up here with us? You know, and I mean, this guy should have been the happiest clam in the clam bake, whatever. Amen. But you know what happened? You know what happened? What he did, he went and found one of his fellow servants. So see, the king's up here, and he's over all the servants. He, fell, he, he found one of his guy, fellow servants that's, you know, on the same level as he is, basically, and this guy owed this one servant that had just been forgiven a million dollars. He owed him a hundred pence. That's a few thousand bucks. So this guy just got forgiven a million. And he goes over and, hey, hey, get over here. You owe me a couple thousand bucks. Oh, please. And this sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Please have mercy on me. And I'll repay. Just give me some more time. He goes, no. And he got him by the throat. And he threw him into debtor's prison. And you know, when I was in school and studied debtor's prison, I always scratched my head. If you're in prison, how are you going to make money to get yourself out of debtor's prison? Well, you need so much money to get out of here. How am I going to make it? Uh, I don't know. You just behind the bars. I don't know if they're going to bust up rocks and get paid for doing that or what, what's happening. 
And so this guy did that to his fellow servant over a couple thousand bucks compared to a million. Well, word got back to the king what this guy did. He was called back in and he said, he said, I forgave you all that debt and you went and you were uncompassionate and had not had mercy on your fellow servant when he only asked you to do the same thing you asked of me. And he put the debt back on to that guy. And that guy was in worse shape than before. And then he, and then he ended up saying, he, he said, you, he goes, neither will. The, so the king was like the Lord and the servants were like, the, you know, the, just the people that were serving the Lord. Amen. We got to we got to forgive others, folks. We got to forgive them. Amen. It doesn't mean we're going to be, you know, BFFs for the rest of our lives. Amen. But you can still forgive an enemy. Amen. Even if you never see him again or if you never talk to him again, you can forgive him in your heart and just not have that malice toward them and just put him in God's hands. Amen. And then you are clear and free for God's flow to pour into your cup. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um, I came to God. Oh, next year it's going to be 40 years ago. And I just, I didn't know anything else to do but to do what God was doing for me. Amen. Because He had forgiven me a million bucks. And, and actually, that was a. I got off Evie was if it's just a million. I mean, it was probably billions of what I was doing in my life or whatever that he had to forgive. So, I mean, it was gazillions of dollars that the king forgave me. Amen. And so, and, and he gave me untold grace, untold mercy, untold long suffering and patience to try to get things right and to bless me and to help me and all that kind of stuff and compassion and long suffering and love. Amen. And all I knew to do when I was a, a new convert, brand new in this was just to do, go and do likewise. Go. Uh, and if someone came up and said, Hey, uh, can you just have patience with me on that $2,000 debt? Yes, sir. no problem. I just got forgiven billions. Amen. You go ahead. No problem. I'll forgive. Hey, can you have compassion? And I just threw myself into just helping people and being a blessing to people because I knew that he had given me things that were above and beyond what I needed so that I would have extra to give other people. Amen. He gives us more than enough, but it's for a purpose. Amen. It's so that we, as we share those things with people, that's part of our light. That's part of being the light of the world and the salt of the earth and, and positively affecting those around us for the, the sake of God, for the name of Jesus. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Would you stand with me? Praise the Lord. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.